Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody, rugged, resilient, and timeless. What makes a Mercedes-Benz EV different? Electric is what gets you there, but Mercedes is what moves you, like no other automaker can. The vehicle, all electric, the feeling, all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. Learn more at MBUSA.com slash EQ. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> Laying it on a little thick today. Happy Halloween. Yes, the Danettes are. Oh, no, you guys don't have costumes on. What am I saying? Or, Seton, do you have a costume on? I have a costume on. Oh. I do. Okay. Let's, let's play guess Seton's costume. Could you describe for the radio audience? Just so they... Uh... It's almost exactly what I wear every single day, except I added one thing, and I immediately turn into this person. Okay. You turned your hat backwards. I, one, I never wear a hat. Yeah. And I certainly don't wear it backwards, but today I am. Okay. Because it's really the only thing I did to update my costume. Okay. And then I also have uh, one prop with me. Okay. Yeah, Paul? It looks like one of those little toy dogs you carry around that people mm. carry, like, to appointments, and Seton's petting it ever so lovingly. Okay. Okay. I have some other clues I could give you, but I don't want to burn them all at once. Okay. Todd? <laughs> Pause. Genuinely, he's like looking at me like, what is this? I, know. I am stumped. You okay. guys are going to be so disappointed when I tell you what my costume is. Okay. So you've got a little, is that a toy dog? It is a toy dog. Toy dog yeah. that you're rubbing, caressing, holding, and you have your hat backwards. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. Is it a real person or a character? On TV. Sometimes it's tough to tell. <laughs> okay. I think Weeks gets it. Weeks, our cameraman, gets it. Great. Then I know I'm not going to get it. <laughs> it's a little bit of an inside... Uh, an inside... Um, Is it... Costume. Oh... Are you making fun of Tyler? I'm Tyler the, I'm Tyler the operator wow. today. <laughs> Can you lay down for four hours straight? Wow. No, I disagree with the term making fun of. I'm just being Tyler today. Yeah, yeah my next clue was going to be... Uh, oh, I don't have a phone here anymore. Dan Patrick Show, hello. Oh. Hey, how was the christening? Oh, that's great. Nailed it. There you go. Tyler. I'm, I'm one backwards hat away from essentially being Tyler. Tyler has a that? costume on today. A couple of the backroom guys have costumes on. And who was the last person to wear Tyler's costume? You. Hello. Yeah. A tiger costume for uh, Tyler. Maybe we could uh, we could show that. There you go. There he is. <laughs> Tyler, ready to take your phone calls. My on this third Monday. clue was going to be a spatula in my hand. Mm -mm. Like I'm going to go make some food. Yeah. Uh, so Tyler's there, tiger costume. Dylan has a costume on today. There's Dylan. Dylan is a uh, shark today. <laughs> One of Katy Perry's sharks. And then uh, picture Day Ray also. Where is Ray? There he is. Behind, he's behind this desk over there with he his... dresses. dress Jared Goff? He's, no, he's got his horse head on. If I just put my hat forward and shaved this into a mustache... Picture Day Ray costume. Mm -hmm. Boom. Okay. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, that's pretty good. Like, like uh, Seton's, I thought he was playing like, <laughs> I was thinking like Stefan. Remember the character on SNL? 
I thought there's something there, but I didn't get it. And Weeks of Cameraman is going as uh, the dude from Big Lebowski. Uh, stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that forthcoming. Say good morning. Good morning. Those watching on Peacock, our streaming partner, those on chat row, and those calling up as we do every Monday, best and worst of the weekend. Operator Tyler is standing by. Uh, a couple of things to uh, recap. A lot of things to recap. Todd, seriously? Yeah. I'm four minutes and 48 seconds into the show. I know. Here we go with Halloween names. How to be done. Can't do it now. Not yet. Yeah. We'll get to that. Rip Hamilton. We'll get to that coming up in a moment. No stretching. Like, don't do what you normally do. Stretching like high knees on the airplane no, kind of stretching? No, Let's ride. Yeah. Let's ride. Let's ride. But um, don't be stretching the names, all right? I'll try not to do okay. that. Uh, by the way, here is Russell Wilson after the big, big win in London. Adversity is temporary. You know, I've never shied away from pressure. You know, I think that um, you got to look right at it and just keep going and keep believing and uh, stay the course. What I do believe is, is that with our team, just catching some momentum. And every, every season I've ever played, you got to catch momentum. There's a moment in time where it clicks. Okay. They won. I don't know what it means, but they won. And anybody who was on the Jacksonville bandwagon probably needs an Uber Lyft, you know, just to get back home because they had a couple of impressive moments and then all of a sudden they've returned to earth. Uh, And I still think they have the nucleus there to be a good team. It just... We want to we want to push somebody up quicker, or we want to bring them back down to earth quicker. Yeah, Paul. As much as I'd like to continually blame Urban Meyer for Trevor Lawrence's struggles, I can't really do that. Week eight of the season, mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence gives it up a lot. He, interceptions, fumbles, yeah. loose ball. I mean, he's good for a fumble a game. He's good for a pick a game. It seems like. Well, Zach Wilson too. Yes, Zach Wilson. These are young players. They think they can extend the play. You're used to playing in games where you're on the best team or you're the best player on the field. In the NFL, that rarely happens. Unless you're Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes, that usually doesn't happen. And that's where you need to throw it away. There's nothing wrong with it. Live to have another play. He he lost that game for him. Yes, yeah, Eaton. Do we still give Trevor Lawrence a one-year mulligan, though? Or is that over? I still well, feel like he's still he's just learning this year. Forget last year. Mm-hmm. Last year was just, you know, sink or swim. Well, maybe he had to deprogram himself, and now you you know you got a situation where your coach is an offensive-minded guy, former quarterback. You got a couple of uh, free agent wide receivers. You got a couple of good defensive players. I. I thought that they would be – well, I also thought the Lions would be competitive for a playoff spot. Uh, let's recap some of the things that uh, happened over the weekend. Certainly, uh, by the way, World Series game three tonight. Bengals at the Browns. It'll be the Bengals without Jamar Chase. Do you have a forecast for the Philadelphia home game in the World Series, Paul? Around 4 o'clock, there's a little bit of a chance of rain, and then it gets a little worse, 7, 8, 9 o'clock, about a 50% chance of mm, rain for the World Series, nope. but also a 50% chance of no rain. Mm. Would you do that where they say partly cloudy or partly sunny? Partly. I'm a partly cloudy guy. Yeah, it feels like. For sure. Yeah, feels like we're partly cloudy. But. It can be partly sunny. Yes, Todd. Does that mean you're not a positive person if you I don't consider know. something I don't, partly cloudy over partly sunny? I just thought of that. That you know, if somebody says, "Oh, what's the weather going to be like?" Partly cloudy. You don't say partly sunny. It's usually partly cloudy. Bengals at the Browns. Bengals, I think, favored by three and a half in that game. You have uh, college football weekend: uh, Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee, TCU. You know, with Tennessee, when they beat Alabama. Now you have a big moment. Like, now you go, wow, that's a big moment for them. And then you wonder, are they for real? And then what they did against Kentucky, now you have to go, big moment, but also a real moment. But Georgia at Georgia next Saturday. They might be able to hold on to one of the top four spots if it's a close loss there. 
but Tennessee has been the big surprise so far. Ohio State had a little bit of a test with Penn State. Uh, Michigan, Michigan State, uh, more of a battle in the tunnel than uh, on the football field. Georgia handles Florida. And uh, last night, in case you missed it, Packers, they were uh, 10.5-point underdogs, maybe 11 in some places, and uh, they covered. And although watching the game, Buffalo struggled but still won that game by 10, which is kind of scary, I feel a little better about Green Bay today. They ran the ball. They kind of held Buffalo in check there in the second half, but... I don't know if that's the blueprint that uh, you're going to want or you're going to go, yeah, Aaron's going to sign up for that. Here is uh, Aaron Rodgers after the loss last night. I feel like we can just get one and the whole momentum changes. I, th- I thought we had a great week of practice. The energy in the pregame in the locker room was different. It felt like Packers again. I feel like for whatever reason, we didn't have the confidence for a few weeks. We weren't playing with a lot of energy. We weren't amped up before the game. So I like the way that we – felt before the game. Maybe it's not football. Maybe it was being counted out. Maybe it was uh, this environment. That's encouraging, but the play in the first half wasn't very encouraging. The hottest rookies, bigger superstars, the all-time greats, only one place to collect them all. Panini trading cards, the official trading cards of this program, for instance, classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more. Starter, continue your collection now. PaniniAmerica.net. Give me the Packers' schedule here the next couple of weeks, Paul. Okay, in the next five weeks, the Packers have Detroit, Dallas, Tennessee. They're at Detroit. Yeah. Home against Dallas, home against Tennessee, at Philly, at Chicago. If they could somehow go 4-1. and one, wow. They go into their. They would go into their. If they went four and one, they would go into their bye week, seven and six. Mm-hmm. Then they, after the bye week, you have home versus the Rams, which might not be a problem. Miami, Minnesota, Detroit. That's a tough schedule. Yeah, it is. And I expect Detroit to win one of those two games with Green Bay. I think Green Bay's five and five against Detroit. The last ten games they played, it always feels like. And sometimes those games don't mean anything later in the year where Green Bay may rest some people, but still, you know, Detroit may... I thought Detroit was going to beat Miami. And they started out, and I thought, okay, here we go. And then all of a sudden, Tua played well. Uh, Waddle, Tyreek Hill, and uh, Miami picks up the win. All right, Seton, what's poll question today? Dan, we're working on a few of them. Uh, what team had the best weekend this weekend? Mm-hmm. Who had the best weekend this weekend? Yeah, I'm going to say what team, though, what had team? the best weekend. What team had the best weekend this, this weekend? This weekend, yeah. Okay. Tennessee Vols, uh, the Vikings, Eagles, 49ers. Phillies have had a good weekend. Hmm. Anyone else? Anyone you want to take off of there? Yeah, Paul. I would say Vikings. Nobody saw it, but uh, they won 34-26. Has anybody watched a Viking game? Isn't that year? kind of every weekend? Yeah. yeah. Vikings had a good weekend. Nobody yeah. saw it, but they had a good weekend. But then you know what's going to happen? They're going to have a standalone game, and then they're going to lose, and everybody get all same old Vikings. Well, the Vikings are, I think they're at the Bills. I'm not sure, but it's a 1 o'clock game. It's not national. Mm. And then about two weeks. But then they have a national TV game versus the Patriots. But the Vikings, 6-1, and one, there's a little distance for them with the division. They don't have to like win out or anything to win that division. Yeah, that's a good weekend when your yeah. opponents lose. Yeah, yeah. Just nobody watches them. Mm. You start to think about these teams in the off season. So here we are, eight games in: Packers, Broncos, Rams, Raiders, Buccaneers, all popular Super Bowl picks starting the year, and none of those teams has a winning record. Meanwhile, Giants, Vikings, Seahawks, Jets—they have surprised a lot of people here, but. There's still time to turn something around, but you start to look at the Rams, Broncos, and the Raiders, and I would say there is major concern. Rams are going to play the Buccaneers coming up next weekend. The Raiders situation, I don't think you're getting rid of a coach, but it feels like Mark Davis, the owner, and Josh McDaniels have a weekly meeting after a loss, and I think they did again. You got blown out. You got embarrassed. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Saints put it all together. Andy Dalton, Alvin Kamara. But if you're the Raiders, I mean, there's a disconnect there. You'd think, all right, at least we have offense here. And they were a dark horse Super Bowl pick. You had Derek Carr. You had Josh Jacobs, Waller, Chandler Jones. You brought in Devontae Adams. And then nothing. Zzz. 
zero, zero, zero. All right. We'll come up with a uh, poll question. Got a play of the day. Your phone call is always welcome any day, but certainly on a Monday, best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. Our good buddy Ross Tucker a little bit later on in the program. World Series game three. Weather is probably going to be an issue. Bengals will be at the Browns. Is that right? Bengals at the Browns and the Bengals by uh, three and a half, I think, is uh, the latest line I have from DraftKings. I have, ooh, I got three and three and a half in two different places. Bengals at Browns. The Cincinnati giving three points. Over under is uh, 45. If you're at Major League Baseball, do you want to rain out tonight so you could play tomorrow night not against football? But why didn't they do that in the first place? I don't know. You'd think you'd want Tuesday, Wednesday to yourself. By the way, I went looking for uh, the Broncos and uh, Jags, and I forgot it was ESPN+. Plus. <laughs> I'm going all over the place. I'm, I'm like, where is this game? Is it a, during a commercial break? And then I remembered Laura Rutledge from the uh, Mothership was on, and then she promoted the fact they were going to be on ESPN+. Plus. Yeah, see. I saw the clip of... Uh... Laura Rutledge interviewing Russell Wilson after the game, and I was like, that's weird. Why was she there? Oh, wait, that's weird. <laughs> that's weird. Why was she there? I know. Oh, that's right. They did the game. We actually had a person on from the game invite us to watch it on our show. <laughs> yes. Like most people at home don't have, like, you're Steve in Tulsa. Yeah. Laura Rutledge is in call and say, hey, just a reminder. Bit a personal reminder. But I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm like, all right, got football. And my wife's like, they don't have football this early. I go, yeah, they do, from London. And then I go, uh, I can't find it. And my wife goes, well, why would they have a game on you can't find? I said, hon, welcome, welcome to my world. Welcome to what it's like to be a sports fan. I have no idea where this is, but uh, eventually tracked it down. Let's ride. All right, take a break. We're back after this Dan Patrick show. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 
21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Let's go to Ross Tucker, CBS, Westwood One color analyst and host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Can you help us with this at all? No. You know why, Dan? <laughs> this is unbelievable, okay? So I was down in uh, Boca Raton because Saturday night for CBS, I called the UAB at FAU game. And for some reason, Dan, the only channel with no audio was Fox. (laughs) And Dan, I'm a Phillies fan who lives in central Pennsylvania and had Penn State season tickets. So watch, I watched the Phillies Astros with no audio. (laughs) Then I was watching Penn State, Ohio State, no audio. I didn't even know the kid's name. I just know that he had pretty much the best game I've ever seen a college defensive player have. He single-handedly beat Penn State. Penn State might have won if that kid didn't make all those plays. So I have, in fact, that ingested audio, the controversial ingested audio, is the first time I've ever heard that kid's (laughs) name in my life. You can check him out at at Ross Tucker NFL. He'll be calling the Eagles Texans on Thursday night. For Westwood one your first half of the season MVP is Josh Allen yeah I think it's pretty clearly Josh Allen I think it's pretty close to say who's in second okay between Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts but I think Josh Allen's been the best player in the league so far he's incredibly impressive no team feels like they're more dependent on one player than the Bills with Josh Allen I know Mahomes is fantastic But, Dan, Josh Allen's their best running back. I mean, he's their best runner of the football. They are heavily, heavily reliant on him, which is good for the MVP vote. Bad because I just wonder how healthy he'll be later in the year and whether or not it impacts his ability to either be out there at all or just has his performance suffer a little bit because he's still taking more shots than he needs to. And I wondered about this when I'm watching Green Bay. I know they lost. They lost by 10. But I saw positives there that they did pretty well in the second half against Buffalo. They ran the football. I That's the team I thought we were going to see this year. Run the football, play really good defense, and then have Rodgers sprinkle in these young receivers. What do you think of the Packers moving forward based off last night? Well, they do have a good defense. I mean, sometimes they don't get the best results, but they have a lot of good players over there. I mean, Kenny Clark, Rashawn Gary, Jair Alexander, they have a very talented defense. I thought they did, for the most part, pretty well, holding Buffalo to 27 points. But the offense, 17 points is still not going to cut it. I mean, I know they ran the ball a little bit better, but it's kind of crazy to think about how far we've lowered the bar for this Packers offense with you and other people feeling okay about the fact that they scored 17 points in a primetime game. And the problem now is, Dan, they're too far behind to win that division. I mean, they're going to have to battle their fannies off just to get back and get a wild card to even have a chance. That's what's different between them and, like, the Bucks or the Niners, right? The Bucks and the Niners are still, in my mind, the favorites to win their divisions and talented enough and have enough of a playoff pedigree that once they do, they could do some serious damage. The Packers are going to have to really battle just to get in the tournament at all. You know, you mentioned some of these teams. Like San Francisco might have more talent skill position-wise. Could you think of another team that has more talent at the skill position? Um, I, I, You know, you might say I'm biased because I do their preseason games on TV. The Eagles are pretty loaded, Dan. I was actually at the game yesterday, which I never get to do, 
After doing the pregame show, I tailgated, which is amazing. <laughs> I, I wish I could quit all my jobs and become a full-time tailgater. And then I sat in the stands with my wife. You know, A.J. Brown, three touchdown catches of over 25 yards in the first half. Jalen Hurts, I just referenced earlier, is playing at an MVP caliber level, maybe just a notch behind Josh Allen. Miles Sanders having an awesome year. Dallas Goddard is a top five tight end in the NFL. Their number two receiver, Devontae Smith's a really good player. I mean, I think because the Eagles O-line is so good and the D-line to some extent that their skill guys almost get overshadowed, but they have a really good group as well. Yeah, but I look at the Niners. Now you have McCaffrey there, Debo, Ayuk, you have uh, George Kittle. You, you know, it's Jimmy G where you're just not sure. It feels like if they're going to win, it's going to be because of him. And if they don't win, it'll be because of him. Is that fair? Like, how many quarterbacks do you say that about? If we win, it's probably going to be because of you not making mistakes. And if we lose, it'll be because you did make mistakes. Well, I mean, I, I think that's probably the case for, like, the Bills and the Chiefs with Josh Allen and Mahomes. I mean, if those guys make the, the difference is, I think, between those guys and Jimmy G that you're getting to, Dan, or you're getting at, is that rarely do Josh Allen – and Mahomes seemingly make those mistakes, right? It feels like Jimmy G is more up and down and that the team goes with the temperature of him. And he's had some really good playoff runs and he's had some bad games, but they looked really impressive yesterday. And the key, I think, Dan, they ran the offense through McCaffrey, right? When they had Debo, they would run the offense through him a lot. But these guys get banged up. Both of them get banged up. Now Shanahan has two guys in case one of them is not 100% Dan, that he can really run the offense through and make them the focal point. I mean, 18 carries, almost 100 yards, eight catches, including that awesome touchdown catch. I mean, he would be – I think McCaffrey – I would like to go through it someday and see how many teams I think McCaffrey would be the starting slot wide receiver for because I think it's probably at least a handful. Dallas improves to 6-2, and two, and – you know, now we're seeing a team that they can play defense and, uh, you know, eventually they'll realize that Tony Pollard is the better running back. But, hey, who am I? Um, how if you're looking at the top three, so you go Buffalo, Philadelphia, Kansas City, I'm going to guess. Is Dallas the next team on that hierarchy? Yeah, I think they are. I, I think they are, especially if they realize, like you just stated, which has been obvious to the rest of us for a couple of years, they're a better team without Zeke. I mean, they're, they're a better team when Pollard gets more snaps because of how explosive he is. I am very curious to see what Zeke's usage will be like when he comes back. And my guess is they'll make sure he's super duper 100% before he comes back. But the way Dak played yesterday, you know, running a little bit, some of the throws he made, when Dak's playing like that, they are the fourth best team and they could compete with the top three. I mean, they are right there because of the way their defense makes plays. I mean, Parson gets a touchdown. I think the Cowboys are right there. And I'm surprised. I did not think that they would be with some of the guys they lost, like Amari Cooper and uh, obviously Tyron Smith injury, Lyle Collins to Cincinnati. Randy Gregory, it's impressive what the Cowboys are doing. We're talking to Ross Tucker, CBS Westwood One color analyst, host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. We know the rule. DJ Moore knows the rule. You can't take off your helmet during a celebration. What do you do with a penalty like this? That that was poor, uh, you know, pure exuberance on his part, but an immature moment. So spontaneity took his helmet off. And, you know, it cost you, cost you dearly. You know what's interesting? The whole rule was designed because it didn't want to be about the guys, every guy, as soon as they score a touchdown, taking their helmet off and showing attention to themselves, drawing attention to themselves, right? Like the taunting thing is they just don't want you to do something directly to an opponent because that's a bad example for the, for the other leagues, the lower levels of football, college, high school, et cetera. It's the same thing with the helmet rule. They didn't want to start this where every time a guy scores a touchdown, they take the helmet off to get the TV time, and next thing you know, you got Pop Warner kids and everybody making it about them 
rather than the team. The thing, the word you use, I thought was interesting, Dan, is exuberance because I don't really think it was DJ Moore trying to draw attention to himself in terms of like, give me TV time. I think he was literally that excited because I've known him since he was in high school, watching him play high school football. He's never done it in college. He's never done it in the NFL. I mean, he clearly knows the rule. I think he just lost his mind. And I can tell you there have been a couple times when I've been on a football field where the energy is such that you almost like black out. I mean, it's so loud and the moment was so significant that you kind of black out and it's like 10 seconds later, you're like, what the heck just happened? And I think DJ Moore had a blackout moment because he kind of realized it right away. I hated to see it called, but I knew it was going to be called because it was such an incredible play, an incredible pass. And then I thought, oh, okay, well, are they going to take the penalty on the extra point or on the kickoff? And they yeah. wisely took it on the extra point and, and uh, sent Pinheiro back because they did their research and they realized the numbers certainly going to be in their favor that he might shank this and turned out to be correct. It's funny too, because if Pinheiro makes that kick or the kick in overtime, we're not even really talking about it that much, right? I mean, maybe you mention it casually, but it doesn't become a huge deal like it's become. I mean, I don't think Steve Wilkes has a great chance to get the long-term job and full-time job in, in Carolina anyway, but Hey, you win that game, then you've won two in a row as the interim. You start to get some momentum, then you never know. Well, these guys, you know, he wants to win, so that helps their uh, helps his situation there. If they lose, you know, they they want to get a higher pick here. You know, so I think you you're going to have that mixed emotions with some of these managerial tanking later in the season. It's great to talk to you as always. Eagles, Texans, uh, Thursday night for Westwood One. He's Ross Tucker, host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Thank you, Ross. Thanks, Dan. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. 
As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. How about them Lakers? Got a big win last night against Denver. Yeah. We've been saying since Russ got there, having come off the bench. Now he's coming off the bench. He played well last night. When, when he joined the team, I thought, okay, I don't want him starting, but I love that energy coming off the bench against the second unit. And he's come off the bench, had a good game last night. It only took two years, but uh, Russ is coming off the bench, and uh, maybe things will turn around for the Lakers. Makes more sense to me to have a I, – I did see the comments last night. Hey, where are all the haters now with Russ? <laughs> really? Calm down. <laughs> After one game, now you're gonna Jaguars? you're taking receipts here. Hey, what are, what are we doing, Russell Westbrook Jr. the third? Yes, uh, yes, Paul. I watched a little Zion last night, I, and this is not news, but man, he's a nice passer. Yeah, he got, yeah, he really sees good the feel floor for well. the game. Yeah. Good, good feel for the game. Somebody who doesn't uh, have a good feel for uh, Halloween nicknames. Todd joins us now. Todd has his mask on. Who are you, by the way? How's it going? <laughs> Thanks, Todd. I'm tired to breathe in this thing. Luckily for us, it's hard to hear you, too. <laughs> you, why don't you wear the mask the first two hours when huh? you didn't talk? There, you can take it off to do your, uh, your headline. It's your, too hot your, in there. These are the uh, Halloween names, okay? Are we ready to roll? Yeah, we are, Todd. Okay. These are Todd's Halloween names. If... if <sighs> I don't know how I'm going to uh, deliver after the big buildup. Well, be the no, it, it's not a big buildup. It was a this. I want to build you up, but it's hard because there are some of these names you sent me. You really take a poetic license. And, Questionable. Yeah, that it just it's not even funny. Can I not read them? But go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm not going to go down that road. Don't read all of them. Just read the best ones. How's that? That's fair. Okay. <laughs> All right, Todd's done. All right, yeah. Hey, okay. Okay, go. Joe Morgan. Like the morgue. I got it. If I okay. don't get it, then you shouldn't have written it down. Pee Wee Reese's. Yeah, it's, all right. Pee Wee, Pee Wee Reese. Okay. Treat Rollins. No, his name is Tree. I'm just adding a T, though. That's I know, but close. that's not... Then you're not going to like a these other ones. A preview of Christmas tree, Rollins, for the next couple months. One of our favorite broadcasters, Bob Costume. <laughs> Bob Costume. Bob Costume. Costume. It's terrible. All the letters but U-M-E instead of A-S is what happened there. Spider Mitchell. People are afraid of spiders. Donovan Spider Mitchell. Mitchell. And I got it. All right. Fright Howard. His name is not Fright. It's Dwight Howard. Spooky Wilson. No, that's my is, Buckner. It's Mookie Wilson. It's Mookie Wilson. Slice Harper. His name is Bryce. See, this is where you just get into dangerous territory. Hacksaw Reynolds. Uh, well, it's a nickname, but Hacksaw. It's scary. No, Hacksaw's I know, scary. Jack. Hacksaw Reynolds. I know. Sorry. Former Broncos tight end Ron Egloff. People like to egg people's houses. Ron Egloff. Wood Chipper Jones. No. Wood Chipper no. Jones. You don't want to be caught in a wood chipper on Halloween. No, not many people are. <laughs> or any day. I mean, even if it was like tomorrow, I'd still be bothered by it. Stefan Diggs, like a grave digger. Stefan Diggs, if you say it like that, scary. How do you think you're doing right now? Not great. Okay. I got one more, and then the others are all old from previous years. Hmm. Ray Nightmare. Ray Nightmare. Not too good? That's not any good. Bob Costume. That's like that was pretty. I thought I got a kick out of it. Is there a way that we can make this work better, though? I mean, it's been 15 years. Well, actually, it's been closer to 20 if you include ESPN, although those were at least thankfully just an email, not on the air. Yeah. Is there a way that we can make this segment work better for Todd, though? Like, what if he. It's Without serious. not doing it. Yeah, no, like where he, like, because Bob Costume is a pretty funny joke, but maybe if he did it, like, uh, I thought maybe the Sports Center tease would save it a little bit where he could somehow incorporate oh, yeah. his creativity into yeah. that. Yeah, because. been doing that, like, all morning on the uh, on the actual Sports Center. Every other word is, like, some kind of play on Halloween. Yeah. But you, maybe you could have done that. 
I want him to do it really bad. The Lakers season started in the Morgan, <laughs> but now things are brighter. No, 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 no. The Mavericks Coming up next, Bob Costume. He weighs in on the World Series. Will he tell us the winner? I don't know. Maybe he will, but we'll find out. Maybe we won't. Maybe he could do that. Is that your Mike Greenberg impersonation? <laughs> Just could be anybody he's doing. I could, that could be anybody that's on in the morning. Oh, I don't know. Okay. He crushed that, though. Triple-double for Buka Doncic. Buka Doncic. Mm, that's not good either. Yeah. MLB in full swing. Joe Morgan weighs in on who he likes. For... I think maybe if you do it as a sports entertainer, maybe you could salvage something out of this. Possibly. Therefore, you won't stop and go, Joe Morgan. Morgan. M O R G U E. Morgan. Morgan. No. May he rest in peace. Exactly. Yes, rest in peace. Final hour coming up. More phone calls. No more nicknames, Todd. We're good. I got a bunch of others, but no, you no, told me I've heard good. those before. We're going to run down a list of former Mets Ray Nightmare, Spooky Wilson. That's all coming up next. Maybe it is. Maybe it won't. But we have the answers, or we don't. But maybe we do. Dave Casper, the friendly ghost. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Todd. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Uh, update the uh, poll question there, Seton. Uh, Dan, whose career ooh, would you buy ooh, stock in? Right okay. now, uh, 49% have... Trevor Lawrence that's followed up split pretty evenly between Justin Fields and Mac Jones. Not many people buying uh, Zach or Trey. All right. Yeah. Bengals are three and a half point favorites over under is 45 odds to score the first touchdown odds to score a touchdown at any point tonight. There's one obvious one. I'm going to take Nick Chubb out of the equation. Who who is favored to score a touchdown at any point during Monday Night Football? Todd, I'm going to start with you. T. Higgins. Bloop, bloop. Really? Oh, <laughs> Get out of here. Tyler! That's crazy. Let's go. I was kind of half joking on that. I'll take it. It's uh, T. Higgins, and then it's Joe Mixon and Nick Chubb. Joe well done. Young. That's you, pretty crazy. You're pretty good at these. Little point spreads here and there. I, I surprise you every once in a while. Over week. under passing touchdowns, Joe Burrow. Two and a half? No, it's one and a half. Ooh. Doesn't that seem like, the, oh, uh, he can have two touchdown passes? No, Jamar no, Chase. <laughs> no, nobody. <laughs> uh, the Astros are uh, favored to win game three uh, and favored, still favored to win the World Series. People thought that the Astros were going to sweep the Phillies. And I'm thinking, you might look at the Phillies and go, that's a team that didn't even win, what, 90 games. But if you watch them in the playoffs, there's something about that. And, and I'll go back. My first recollection was the 69 Mets because I thought, okay, they just got good pitching. I don't know if they have enough hitting. And Baltimore had great pitching and great hitting. And then there was magic. Uh, the Jets beating the Colts, Super Bowl three. The Colts were the big, bad NFL representative, and here's the AFL, and the AFL, they play, uh, you know, a different kind of football, almost like backyard football, and then they ended up pulling off the upset. Go back to Villanova, Georgetown, where you go, well, they don't have a chance. But I think they were only six-point underdogs. They had played Georgetown close during the regular season. It wasn't as big of a a surprise. The Giants, who I picked on David Letterman – uh, to beat the Patriots and ruin the perfect season, they had just played the Patriots at the end of the regular season. And I thought, you know what? Neutral neutral site, put pressure on Brady, and maybe something magical happens. You have those moments, and that might be the case for Philadelphia, where it's just somehow, some way, guys you don't expect get things done. And that's been pretty much the blueprint so far. Drew in New Mexico. Hi, Drew. What's on your mind? Morning, Dan. Always a pleasure. Uh, best and worst of the weekend for me. My best is my Wyoming Cowboys beating Hawaii okay. twenty-seven to twenty to become bowl eligible for the sixth time in seven years. Okay. The worst you already spoke about was Oklahoma State Cowboys getting beat forty-eight to nothing. Mm. And then I have uh, another Cowboys-related question okay. with. 
Tony Pollard running the way he is, what's Jerry going to do? With Is he going to trade Zeke and run with Pollard? Is he going to stick with Zeke because he loves him and trade Pollard? And I would also like to know what Lou Holtz's possible reaction was to their big win over Syracuse. They put their pants on the way we do. Um, I Jerry seems to be all in on Zeke, but Jerry's the one who gave him, him the contract extension. He says, as Zeke goes, we go. I don't believe that that's the case. I think you could have both of them. I loved Pollard, thought he was the better running back last year. And every time I watch him, he just has a different gear. Zeke can be a great fourth quarter kind of guy where they split the carries and then all of a sudden you bring in some power. Zeke's not a great running back anymore. Uh, Would not have given him the contract extension, but it's rare. Like Derrick Henry, I understood giving him a contract extension. Alvin Kamara does a variety of things. Derrick Henry's the face of the franchise. But, you know, do I want to give Saquon Barkley one? No, I didn't want to give Christian McCaffrey one. Yeah, Paul. Tony Pollard was a fourth-round draft pick out of Memphis. They paid basically zero for him over his career. He's making nine hundred grand this year, but the thing is, he's an unrestricted free agent. They have to discipline themselves yeah. and not sign him when he's done because nobody's going to take Zeke's contract, right? And let that expire. Move on from him. And and Pollard, you, what do you got to do? Give him fifty million dollars? No, no. You find another running back in the third and fourth round. By the way, the World Series schedule you have tonight. That's Game Three. That's weather permitting. Tuesday, game four. Wednesday, game five. Thursday, game six. And then Friday, if necessary, game seven. Right? Is that what it is? Isn't that crazy? Uh, Game seven would be Saturday. So they're just blowing out this week. Crazy. And then and then you have the Eagles playing the Texans. So Philadelphia against Houston in the NFL this past week. But uh yeah, they just kind of crammed in the World Series, like, all right, let's just get this over with here. Uh Rob in LA. Hi Rob, what's on your mind? Hey there, DP. Thanks for taking my call. I've got a worst and a best and a special thank you to you. I'll try and get to it quickly. Okay. So So over the weekend, driving around with the family, and my two younger boys are in the back. All of a sudden, like boys do, they start lapping each other around, messing around, kind of, you know, beating each other up. And as they're scoring points, so to speak, they start doing the bloop. So a nice smack on the back of the head from one boy to the other is a bloop. And I start laughing in front of my wife. Mm -hmm. Bad bad mistake. She goes, "Uh, what's this all about? She asked the boys, what are you guys doing? Well, we learned this from Dan Patrick's show. <laughs> and she she looks at me, and do they slap each other around on the Dan Patrick show? I said, of course Verbally, not verbally, verbally we do. Verbally, verbally, there's some smackdown and a few, a few bloops are exchanged, yeah. right? So I'm in the doghouse a little bit, and she, she doesn't know a whole lot about sports. Fast forward to Saturday afternoon, I'm watching the Facing Nolan documentary on Netflix. And you're on there, Dan. There's a clip of you from SportsCenter. It's very brief. Mm. You're talking about Nolan's strikeout record. My wife is like in the other room, and everything stops. And she turns to me, and she says, who is that? And I go, well, that's, that's Dan Patrick. And she goes, oh, that's, that's the show you guys listen to? And I said, well, yeah, that, he's on the radio now. He goes, oh, well, that's fine. He's very good looking. All right. Well, Rob, you tell your wife I said hello. <laughs> That's how you become a regular caller on this yeah, show. Yeah, you do. Yeah, Compliments. You're always going to get through with Tyler. Uh, Fritzy says Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, no game, Friday, Saturday. Because 3, 4, 5, they're in Philly, and then they have the travel day. Yeah. They have to go back to Houston for 6, 7, Friday. Yeah, Saturday. they're kind of cramming the World Series in. Like, all right, come on, let's go. Get in there. Get it over with here. Uh, let's see. What did we learn today? Todd, what did you learn today? Anyone who was on the Jags bandwagon probably now needs an Uber Lyft. Yeah, maybe so. Did you have a This Day in Sports History, Paulie? Uh, 1950, Earl Lloyd of the Washington Capitals became the first African-American to play in an NBA game. And then 2010, both George Herbert Walker Bush and George W. Bush attended Game 4 at the Rangers Ballpark of the World Series. First time two ex-presidents were in the building mm. for a World Series game. Seton, what did you learn? Holiday name's still a work in progress. Uh, Marv? <laughs> Ray Nightmare. Uh, Paulie? 
Boo Weekly. What we learned brought to you by <laughs> Tunnel to Towers. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been honoring America's heroes ever since. Donate $11 a month. T2T.org. That's the letter T, the number two, letter T.org. Thanks for joining us. Hopefully you have a safe night. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on the Dan Patrick Show. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. The boundlessly capable all-electric EQS SUV from Mercedes-Benz with available transparent hood technology. So advanced, it can see through sheet metal. The vehicle's all-electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at MBUSA.com slash EQS dash SUV. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.